you are listening to the Bold Girls Club podcast. We are your fierce and fabulous hosts. I'm Tristan. I'm Alicia. And we are here to spill the damn tea on how you can become the brave, aligned, and committed version of yourself who isn't afraid to go after what you want. Welcome to the club. The Bold Girls Club. We're laughing uh, in the background about having really rough sex because it's Aries season right now and Venus is in my Aries. (laughs) (laughs) Making making really bad sex jokes about Venus and Aries. I don't know where my Venus is, but I'm not. It's not Aries. No. We broke my uh, we broke our bed frame a couple months ago, but that's for another story, another episode. Because today we're talking about some of the lesser known aspects of opening your psychic channel. And both Alicia and I went very, very deep into developing our psychic abilities and opening up our intuitive channel. And we started to experience some things that weren't necessarily pre-warned to us and were really unexpected. So that's kind of what we're talking about today. And we can just dive in, I guess, with why we felt called to open our psychic channels and develop our intuition in the first place. Does that sound good? Yeah, I feel like this is kind of controversial because... There's almost like a glamorization around Mm -hmm. being psychic and opening up your channel. And there's also like the stigma that comes with it as well. But I know a few people we know also have their channels open and their, their opinion on this whole situation that we're about to like unfold to you would probably be completely different. Um, But just in the past year, I would say beginning to open mine and the whole point of it was to learn And granted, from doing so, I learned to trust myself, which was something that I couldn't do prior. I didn't trust what came through to me. Um, I didn't trust my intuition. And so now when I'm being shown anything, whether it be a physical response or a psychological response to something, I trust it. And it leads me in the right direction for the most part. But I opened it with the intention of being able to being able to help my clients more, being in the coaching space. And I still have things that I use, like, I would say mostly just being more intuitive than anything else now versus like full on cards, astral traveling, readings, and that sort of thing. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. You went deep into a lot of the uh, more occult dark shadowy aspects of the astral realm like I I remember you talking so much about dark forces and how there's so much that's shrouded in uh in lies really like so much that we're told that is just benevolent peaceful loving energy when in reality there's this counter side to everything and you really started to experience I remember you telling me stories about psychic attacks happening at night, having horrific nightmares, not really being able to sleep. And I definitely had those experiences too, but like, what were some of the things that you started to experience? And why do you think, why do you think those things were coming to you? Um, 
I don't think I was supposed to be there in the first place. I was somewhere. Okay, so this is going to sound really wild to people who have no idea what the fuck is going on. We're going to pull the veil off of what we can do and everybody's going to be like, um, (laughs) excuse me? I know. So I'm going to try to explain this in the best way possible and take what serves you from this conversation, leaves what doesn't, because again, like this is very controversial. So we're in right now what you would call the 3D plane. It's the physical plane. It's other people call it the matrix. It's what you see. It's your reality. Above that is the 4D, that is the astral plane. So when you dream, you can go into the astral plane, you can project into the astral plane. um, And above that is 5D, 6D and above. Mm -hmm. So in my personal opinion and from my experience, there are, and the false light, which is what we'll call things that or people who say, you know, it's fine. There's only good. There's not evil in this world. There's not darkness. It's all love and light, bullshit, vomit all over your face, rainbows and butterflies and unicorns. Um, but there is, there's darkness to this stuff. And if you don't know what you're doing, you can find yourself in a shit ton of trouble. And so um, below the 3D is 2D and 1D. And I, firmly believe that there are demonic, um, we'll just say like different types of darker entities that are down there. And that if you don't know what you're doing, you can be attacked by them, um, manipulated, influenced, that sort of thing. Mm-hmm. So these things were like interfering with you while you were sleeping, like tell the stories of what started to happen. Yeah. So I, last year I went through with Ashley, we were doing, you know, how to open up your channel and how to close it. And, um, I found myself being like in a ton of anxiety, even with closing it. Um, I found myself having like a lot of OCD and like checking my locks a million times, um, saging my house a lot, just feeling like, um, like I was, my house was under attack. Mm-hmm. Um, and to me at the time, it wasn't even dawning on me that it could be on a psychic level. It felt like a physical anxiety. Mm-hmm. And so I was very anxious and like not really sleeping. Um, even my dogs were waking up in the middle of the night. I was waking up in the middle of the night. And what really did it for me was, and this was a story I share with Tristan that I had a horrible psychic attack. And like, um, when you experience things from the other side, whether it be good or it be bad, you have the ability to claim your sovereignty and to pull out Mm -hmm. and to tell them to fuck off basically Mm -hmm. good or bad. And so I was asking them to stop because they were showing me like this really, I it was like, I was like half asleep, half awake, but knew for a fact I was under attack. Um, it's like an internal knowing Mm -hmm. and they were showing me like blood and all kinds of like dark, like evil shit. Mm -hmm. And I woke up and I was like, you know, kept asking it to leave, kept asking it to leave. I was like saging. I was spraying lavender, eucalyptus. I had like frequencies playing. I, and I tried to go back to sleep and they attacked me again. And so other people would be like, oh, that's just a nightmare. Like this is not a normal nightmare. And Mm -hmm. I don't know really how to describe it to you unless you've experienced it. But like, 
you know that you're being shown things that are fucking evil. Mm -hmm. Like you feel it. You're like, this is dark. And so kind of from that experience, I said, Tristan, I'm pretty sure I had a psychic attack last night. And so from that place, I was learning, okay, how do I declare my sovereignty? How do I create a shield around me? How do I protect my space? Um, and it's funny because the way that these forces can work, again, I sound fucking batshit crazy, but um, they will go to people who have their channels open. Mm -hmm. And so it, it turns out I wasn't the only person who was attacked that night. There was quite a lot of people who we know who are psychics and mediums who also experienced a psychic attack. Mm -hmm. And so I think what happens when people like us who are trying to do good in this world and we're trying to make positive change with our abilities, whatever that may be, if they see a channel open, they're like, okay, this is a light worker. How do we stop them? Kind of thing. Mm -hmm. That was how I experienced it. Yeah, and the really frustrating thing is that it is very challenging to find reliable resources just by Googling. So that means you're kind of in a sticky place when you do start to experience some of these more challenging, lesser talked about experiences with opening your psychic channel and with developing your intuition that you can't easily get answers to without investing in somebody to give you answers, which is the really frustrating part. There's there's a mm -hmm. very high barrier to entry, and I am all for investing in coaches and mentors and supports and guides. That's not what this conversation is about. This conversation is about how there is not enough genuine, reliable information about these experiences, because I think a lot of people don't want to scare people away from developing their intuition and psychic abilities, which is totally understandable. But at the same time, there are enough people experiencing these things that ultimately make you back out mm -hmm. <laughs> because it's terrifying and it is overwhelming. And I started to experience a lot too, when I guess I should go back and kind of talk about why I opened up my channel in the first place. And I, I have known that I am a very powerful intuitive my whole life. I used to have premonitions when I was younger. I would see things happening before they did. I mm -hmm. would have a very strong sense of empathy and intuition. Yep. And over time, you just kind of learn not to listen to it because nobody else in your life teaches you how to develop that skill, right? So I kind of turned it off for most of my adult life. But then in the last couple of years started having experiences happen. Like I had a near death experience where I was walking through a parking lot and a big ass four by four truck came barreling through. And instead of it hitting me, I looked up in enough time to catch the corner of the truck and push myself off of it. And I'm talking like a split second amount of time for me to look up. And it's because I felt something coming. So from that point on, I'm like, okay, I'm done pretending like I can't do some shit. I'm going to figure out exactly what I can do. So I started working with our friend, Ashley, who you mentioned earlier, Ashley Rose, if you guys want to check her out, if you're not already following her, I know that we have a lot of the same network. So a lot of you probably already know who she is, but started working with her. Turns out I have clairvoyance. Like I can see what somebody is doing. If I tap in, if they have an open energy field and I tap in strong enough, I can see what they're doing. I can tell them what's around them. I can hear, I can see colors. I can smell smells. Like 
very strong in that sense, but I'm also a channel for people's loved ones. I have mediumship. I can channel people. I can send messages. And I started doing readings because I would be sitting in meditation in the morning and would get messages from people that I went to high school with from their grandparents. And it was the strangest things in the world. People I haven't talked to in 10 plus years, having somebody come in, I would hear their name. I would hear details about their life. And I'm like, what in the actual fuck is happening? But instead of shutting it off, I'm like, okay, what's the worst thing I can happen if I reach out to this person and tell them that I'm channeling messages from their grandpa? They think I'm crazy and they never talk to me again. Okay, great. I haven't talked to them in 10 years anyway, whatever. What the hell? Let's just see what happens. So I started doing intuitive and mediumship readings for people and immediately started having anxiety at night wasn't able to sleep i would go three or four days without sleeping a full night and i felt so frayed mentally and emotionally like i was a walking frazzled i was frazzled (laughs) i was a walking husk of a woman like i didn't know what was going on and i would wake up with my heart pounding and i could feel that there were things around me i could sense that there were beings that there were energies around me and it is very disturbing to sense something (laughs) and a not have the skills to deal with your emotional state because your nervous system kicks in in overdrive when you can't fucking see something but you can feel it your nervous system goes into overdrive so i'm laying in bed trying to calm down so that's the first thing that was happening the second thing that was happening is i didn't know how to interact with these energies or these beings i didn't know how to figure out are you friendly are you trying to cause me harm? Do you want something? Do you just want me to acknowledge that you're here? Like I'm trying to sleep. I'm not trying to channel for you. So please come back tomorrow. Like I didn't know how to deal with everything that was happening. And unfortunately, like when you do open your channel and you do develop your gifts, it kind of is like you're just blasting an old dirty pipe and blowing out every piece of gunk and rust and whatever else has been trapped in there since you have blocked your intuition in your channel. And that also means that everything is on overdrive. Like you don't know how to make sense of anything that's happening. Mm -hmm. So this is kind of where I wish I would have been taught how to deal with those sides of things in a way that was empowering and that made me feel safe because the lack of safety immediately caused me to shut down my channel. I stopped doing readings. I stopped pulling cards. I stopped using my intuition. I relied solely on my mind and strategy. Like I went to the opposite end of the spectrum because I started to be get become so physically and mentally ill that I was like, I can't do this. Like, I don't know how I'm supposed to function, run a business and stay sane all at the same time without the skills to really know how to manage this new like ability that I have discovered. Mm -hmm. That's the thing too. When you open yourself up, imagine like a lighthouse on the corner, anything and everything is like, Ooh, someone we can go talk to. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Let's go check her out. But the thing is you have no idea what you're calling in. You have no idea who you're talking to. Mm -hmm. Um, I would just say be very careful of who you're calling in, who you're channeling, who you're asking for for protection, Mm -hmm. who you're asking for for guidance. Because I will tell you something, and this is going to piss people off, but the Galactic Federation is not your friend. Mm. Neither are the Archangels. Mm. So just be very careful when you're calling things in 
that you're not getting something else in disguise. Yeah. And like, this is, these are the types of conversations that sound so fucking trippy that people are like, oh, whatever. And just disregard it. Right. Mm -hmm. But you have an experience like what Alicia and I are talking about, and we are not the only ones. We have so many friends that experience these things too, that are mediums and that are channels and do that as a living and have experienced these things. And it's just not talked about enough, which is extremely frustrating. And I want to like, it is such a beautiful gift to be able to have a session with somebody and channel their loved one for them. It is so it's such a peaceful feeling it you can literally feel the personality of who you're working with you can see what they used to wear you can hear words that they used to say and to be able to communicate that to the person that is asking for the reading it just feels like validation that there is so much more to life than what you can see and that nobody is ever really truly gone like it's mm-hmm. such a beautiful gift especially with mediumship that was one of my favorite things with my skills is like to be able to do that for people because it it brings closure and it just brings a sense of like okay they're not they're not gone like they're 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 still here they're still watching they're still interacting just not in a way that i know how to interact with them Mm -hmm. and so you know i i'm i keep edging that line of being like do i want to open this back up again like do i want to play in this world again because it is an incredible feeling and at the same time, it is very scary to have had those experiences and not really know what to do with them. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. No, I totally hear you on the validation. Like when I had lost someone very close to me and it was sudden and like, it was like literally was talking to the person that morning and then two hours later they were gone. Um, like mediumship provided me a lot of closure and a sense of comfort and um, something that I was confused about that I asked for clarification for with Jamie, who's another person who's very talented and does very good readings. Um, So if for whatever reason, a medium or a psychic or intuitive can't get to somebody, because remember, sometimes when you open up your channel, you don't get to pick who comes through to you. Mm -hmm. Sometimes you'll have a reading and you're, you intend to channel one person and you get somebody else instead, mm-hmm. which is fine. But apparently there is some sort of like, I don't want to call it like a waiting period, but say like a soul has passed on and now they're waiting to be reincarnated. They not might not be intuitively accessible. Mm. How that relates to what dimension they're on, I don't know. Yeah. But just know if you if you are trying to channel somebody and you're not getting them, that could be why they're in the they're in this waiting period to reincarnate. Mm, got it. That's interesting. Yeah, I think it would be badass to have somebody come on that is willing to talk about all of these things so that we can provide a free resource to people that do want to develop their mediumship. They do want to open up their channel and be in, and use their intuition and all these things because it is truly a on it's an otherworldly experience like it is just if you could do it and know how to approach the lesser talked about experiences in a way that helps you stay grounded and feel safe and feel powerful 
I think I would, without a shadow of a doubt, be using every single one of my psychic abilities in my business because mm-hmm. why the fuck not? Why the yeah. fuck not? It feels so good to support people in that way. So it would be amazing. Like anybody listening, if you know anybody that is down to talk about some of the more controversial topics around mediumship, clairvoyance, any psychic ability, intuition, just anything in general, I think we would be down to have that conversation and just have like an actual solid resource for people to turn to. Mm-hmm. Cause yeah, when you first start, you're like a kid with a Ouija board and you have no idea what you're doing and for real. you have no idea what kind of things you're opening and you have no idea how to close them. So. Mm-hmm. Yep. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. So this is a call to anybody that has some friends in the space that would be open to have a conversation about this. Like I said, I really want there to be more information for people to know how to handle some of the more challenging experiences that can happen. Mm-hmm. Because it really is the most beautiful experience in the world. Yeah. And I mean, we're all gifted with intuition. Mm-hmm. We all have it. So don't feel like you have to go on a psychic journey and do shrooms or DMT or anything crazy to have like an experience. You don't need to do any of that. All you have to do is, you know, check in with yourself and check in Mm -hmm. with your intuition. That's how I use mine. Now I use it as like an internal compass. And, you know, when I get a message about something, I follow it when I get guided to go a certain way or drive down a different road that day. Like I follow it. Mm -hmm. Yep. And I think it would be really cool to wrap up this episode with like one or two tips for how to use your intuition in just like a daily way, like what it feels like, how you can tap into it just to develop that. Because using your intuition, I feel is one of the most like benevolent forms of psychic ability. Like we all have intuition, especially as women, it's insanely strong if we actually listen to it and don't call ourselves crazy. So like for me, intuition on a daily basis feels like an internal voice and it's in my voice. It sounds like me, but I know that it's my higher self because there's a different feeling of like generating a thought versus having your intuition speak to you. And it's almost like something that just kind of appears rather than something that you generate or that you create by using your brain. So it's like a, Mm -hmm. it's a very different feeling, but that's the way that I would describe it is like an internal voice that sounds either very familiar or it sounds exactly like you. And it can come in words. It can come in phrases. My intuition loves to use music because I listen to music all the time. So like I'll wake up with a song in my head. And I'll be like, huh, I wonder why that song's in my head. And if I think about it, eventually I will get a download. I will get a message about why that's happening. So it's just like a conversation that you get to have with yourself. And if you can follow that and just do it and not think about it too much, crazy things will happen. (laughs) Mm -hmm. The craziest shit will fall into alignment and things will just be really easy for you. It's funny you mentioned songs because there are some mornings I wake up and there's a song in my head. And then I put on my Spotify and I'll put it on shuffle and that'll be the first song that comes on. <laughs> yeah. 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 The craziest shit started happening when I was doing a bunch of channeling. Like my phone would randomly just start playing music and I'd be like, what the hell? And then I would be like, okay, what is this about? Why are you showing me this? And I'll hear a name. And so then I'll reach out to that person. I'll be like, hey, I don't know if this is going to resonate with you. But this song randomly came on my phone and I think it's a message for you. This happened with me and my stepdad. 
And he was like, oh my God, that used to be my ex, my deceased wife's favorite song. I'm like, oh, mm. excuse me. What was that? <laughs> um, come again. It's just things like that where it's just so meaningful and it's such a sense of validation for people to to hear that and be like, oh, wow. Yeah, they're still here. They're still with me. Like, it's just, it's beautiful. I love it. Mm-hmm. For sure. Yeah. So how does your intuition speak to you? How do you like to use it? So, you know, I'm a splenic authority in uh, human design. So mine's very much like a gut feeling mm-hmm. versus like something that comes into my brain. Mine's just like a gut feeling, a gut nudge to like some days it'll be to not follow my morning routine or some days it's to drive down this road or some days it's to reach out to this person. Um, being in real estate now, like I have a whole list of people that I contact and some days my, you know, I'm going through the list and it's like, oh, you should call this person today. And that's the day they pick up the phone, you know? So it's just following those little, those little nudges. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think that's it for this episode guys. But like we said, if you guys know anybody that is down to have a conversation about how to approach, manage and deal with some of the more challenging experiences with mediumship or psychic abilities, we want this information to be available because if you can have an extra skill or an extra like tool in your tool belt to be of service and just be a more powerful woman, like why would you not, why would you not want that, you know? But mm-hmm. at this point, as it stands, neither Alicia and I have those resources. So we're kind of at a standstill with having our channels open. So that's kind of where we're at. But I'm glad that we had this conversation because honestly, you just don't hear enough about it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I think I might have, not that I would have done anything any different, but I think because it definitely guided me down a certain path. Um, but definitely, you know, know what you're getting into. Mm-hmm. I think, you know, it's very glamorized, especially on social media and, you know, with different coaches, like glamorizing these, you know, develop your gifts, you know, programs and stuff. But I would say just make sure you fully trust the person you know, ask them if they've had any dark experiences. If they say no, they're probably lying to you. Um, Mm -hmm. But yeah, just be careful. And if something feels like shit, smells like shit, it's probably shit. Mm 